most of us are more willing to catch up with the phone notifications than our own body's notifications, our own body's messaging and internal world. Welcome to the Reach New Heights podcast, where we dive deep into all things self-healing, transformation, and building dreams. I'm Julie Householder, and it is my passion to share powerful tools to empower you to transform your life and reach new heights. Let's get started. Welcome back to the Reach New Heights podcast. This week we are talking about setting healthful boundaries with technology and the importance of stillness. Before we hop into our content, I invite you to take the deepest breath you have taken all day, slowly in through your nose, and exhale out through your mouth. Again, drawing another full deep breath in, breathing into your abdomen. And exhale slowly. And on this next deep breath in, just start tuning in with your body, starting with your toes, moving to the top of your head. Noticing where you might be clenching or holding tension. Tuning in with those hot spots, as I call them, for tension. With the shoulders, allowing those to drop and relax. If you're feeling some stiffness in that area, I invite you to give yourself a little shoulder massage. Loosening your jaw if it's clenched. And as we take this next full deep breath in, I just invite you to think of one thing or person or situation or aspect of your life that you're grateful for. And this next deep breath in, just breathe in and allow that gratitude to expand. And as you exhale, sending someone that you love today, the first person who pops into your head, just visualize that your exhale, sending them some positive energy and it's surrounding them with a bubble of good vibes, of peace, of love. Just wishing them good health and joy. And another full deep breath in. And all of that energy you sent to somebody else, I just invite you to send it to yourself as you exhale. Exhaling peace and love and kindness over yourself, over your body. Have you ever noticed that when you walk into a restaurant or a waiting room, have you taken a look around and seen every single person around you on their phone? I remember when I was a server, there were times where I would get to a table and every single person at that table was on a device. The entire time they were at the restaurant, I mean, I had seen a family this one time where every child had a tablet and every adult was on their phone barely looking at at me to place their order, but also not even looking up at each other, not interacting with each other at all. And, or times, you know, when I've been sitting in a waiting room and I like to sit, and this is something that I do now in waiting rooms, I'll just sit and observe everyone around me. And usually everyone's again, like on their phone, scrolling on devices. And in those moments, and of course, those are the moments when I myself am looking off of my own device to observe the world around me, right? 
But sometimes I feel this sense of nostalgia thinking about days without cell phones and massive technological devices, days as a child where I really lived fully in the present moment. And when people talk to each other or read in waiting rooms rather than being glued to their devices, it was just like a whole different world. And when I compare myself and I look at that version of myself and how as a child I was so present in my body, so present with life itself, when I compare that version to my mind now, I can see how different I am, how my focus is much shorter, my ability to remain present shorter. And I remember I used to feel very honored about how I could multitask because that is a skill that I have. But sometimes I recognize how this multitasking really scatters my energy and my focus and it often leaves me feeling drained and not in my physical body and and something that is very difficult for me to turn off. And it isn't new that technology has offered A, incredible benefits, but also B, has an impact on our mental and our emotional health. And some power questions to really ask ourselves and tune in. How much of my day am I filling my time and focus with technology? How long do I spend on my phone each day? How many times do I pick it up in a day? How do I feel after being social media for long periods of time? Have you ever checked the screen time on your phone? I recently did this. I was checking it this morning and I was shocked at the number of times I pick up my phone in a day. And the lowest number that I could find was like 80-something times. And sometimes it's like 189 times a day. And you can see as you scroll, if you have an iPhone, I'm not sure about Androids, um, but with iPhones, you can see the usage, the amount of time spent on each app. And I was just going through it. I was really taken aback by just the amount of times that I pick up my phone and I'm not even realizing I'm doing it. Sometimes I'll notice I'll pick up my phone and I just go on it and like, I don't even know what I'm doing. Like I'm not doing anything, but I'm just picking it up and I'm going on it. And there was this quote in a book that I recently read. And this is a quote by Jeffrey Toddler. And he says, people constantly tethered to their devices There's no downtime anymore to relax. We've lost the art of daydreaming because we're constantly occupied with distractions or more demands for our time. And then the second quote that I really love is from a book that I'm reading right now. It's called The Wisdom of Yoga. And it talks about the importance of stopping the world. And this quote says, The impulse towards stillness is the central movement of the contemplative life. When the mind is still, our true nature begins to reveal itself, and out of stillness, like the early morning mist on a lake, emerges a thinking that is not thinking, a wisdom beyond thought. Out of stillness emerges, effortlessly, a subtle world of experience for which we have only longed until now. It is real. It rolls itself in waves as we get still, quiet, concentrated, and settled." In my life, stillness is something that I have to implement. I have to schedule into my life and weave into my day throughout the day. The opposite of technological stimulus is stillness and incorporating moments throughout our day where we are still. Maybe not necessarily physically, though that can be the case if you're For instance, drinking your morning coffee in the quiet of the morning and just taking a few minutes to not be on your phone, just to tune in with yourself, 
to watch the sunlight moving in through the window. But stillness in the sense that we're stilling all of the external stimulus that from technology, from the world, from the day that hasn't you know started yet. So this stillness is the aspect that will help balance the stimulus that we're experiencing. And sometimes when we're not used to stillness and we're so in the go, go, go mode and living in our headspace and not really dropping into our physical body, these moments sometimes can be initially overwhelming when we start turning inward and notice a lot of internal noise that can be messaging or feelings or aspects of our life we haven't really attended to. Those can all come up. And a really great quote from a book, it's called Yoga for Emotional Balance. And this quote says, when the body grows quiet, we can be faced with feelings we may have avoided. In other words, mental storms may come before the calm. And anyone starting out in mindfulness practices or or yoga or meditation, this is that first part, recognizing that the ordinary mind, the ordinary human mind, is one that is kind of all over the place, like a puppy. Some people also compare it to just kind of like like trying to get a bunch of kittens into a box. Our our mind, it's very hard for us to stay present and to stay focused. And that's that's a normal aspect of the human mind. But when we start kind of disconnecting from external stimulus and tuning in to find that balance, a lot of these mental storms can come up. And most of us, and I almost like to say it's like a buildup of notification. So most of us are more willing to catch up with the phone notifications than our own body's notifications, our own body's messaging and internal world. And I kind of like to think of it as when we don't tune into ourselves, when we don't have that stillness for ourselves or we're not reflecting or listening to the messages from our physical, mental, and spiritual body, we have this buildup of notifications, right? It's like if you were to leave your phone off for four days and then you came back and there were all these different notifications... When we make stillness or just tuning in and reflection with ourselves through different activities of part of our daily life, it kind of eliminates that buildup of all of this, this messaging where our body's like, hey, like, listen to me, this is going on, this is, you know, and anything that we might have like suppressed throughout the day. And in those moments, we can recognize, A, that these notifications from our body, we're not them, we're not our thoughts, we are, are not our emotions, our sensations, and our physical And we can sit and observe this stream of consciousness, this stream of notifications from our body, kind of like a parade moving through or a river that is flowing and moving and recognizing that we can see, hear, feel the river, but we're not the water. We're not the river itself. We're the observer watching this river of information and using that in the same way that we observe and be the watcher of our thoughts. And this awareness practice, it does take work and it does take practice. Um, And it can change from moment to moment. In some moments, it's easier to tune in and connect with ourselves. Sometimes it's more rigorous. When we make this part of our life in bringing our conscious awareness to the present moment, even if it's again like while you're taking a shower, you're just really noticing how the water feels on your skin or when you're walking into work instead of being on your phone as you walk down the hallway you're just like taking it noticing the ceiling tiles noticing the wall noticing the floor hearing 
the sound of your footsteps, tuning into those senses just to bring yourself back into the present moment. It really does help us ground, bring in more balance to be able to navigate all of the different stimulus from our day. And of course, our society in much of our lives includes technology, and it includes a lot of energy, a lot of information. Some healthful ways I like to set these boundaries with technology, putting limits on apps. So if you have an iPhone, you can put the limits on the amount of time you spend on apps. You can change the notification settings on your phone. Uh, I like to schedule technology detoxes from social media or other phone usage daily. And, and sometimes what I'll do is I will delete the actual social media apps off of my phone and use an app on my laptop to block me from going to those websites. And I can set a timer for the, for the computer version of that where I detox from technology and it's so interesting because whenever I do that I'll catch myself subconsciously picking up my phone like I'll start typing in the social media website on the safari without even recognizing that I'm doing it scheduling time again to have technology free time or having a technology free zone in your home so this can be during meals you know making sure that you don't have technology before bed or the first 20 minutes of your morning. I love to do that where, which can be tricky because my phone is also my alarm clock. So sometimes what I'll do is I'll put it on airplane mode at night so that I don't get all of the different notifications. And then in the morning, just making sure the first 15 minutes or even if it's the first few minutes that I just take time to really tune in, to listen to my body, to, to even just listen to the bird song again to watch the morning sunlight instead of just immediately going on my phone and starting the day incorporating stillness in your life so simply watching and observing for five minutes your surroundings at the top of the hour every hour is a great thing to do i like to even just stop for a moment and observe my plant in the corner of the room for a couple of minutes and really tune into that plant looking at that plant as if i wanted to draw it or looking at that plant as if like if I were an ant right now crawling on this plant what would this plant look like to me so really taking in the textures noticing how the light moves through the leaves another form of stillness for me from just the world is getting out and going for a walk whether it's around my neighborhood especially going out in nature is one of my favorites but just like going for a walk outside noticing the clouds breathing in the clouds breathing in the present moment or any activities that bring you to your physical body, like yoga, if yoga is your jam, if it's not exercise or fitness, but making sure to bring mindfulness to anything you're doing. I remember there were periods in my life where I would be really into exercise, but I was not tuning into my, I wasn't connected to myself really while I was exercising. I was exercising to move energy, but it wasn't from a place of, of mindfulness. And during that time period, I definitely got a bunch of different injuries from my exercising, again, showing that I wasn't really tuning into myself. Uh, another great exercise like writing, journaling, drawing for my brother, it's fishing. This week, I invite you to tune in and notice your technology habits. Just observe without, you know, judgment, without just through the lens of kindness. Just notice what your typical actions are. How long are you on technology? Are you at technology at work all day and then come home and then watch TV? What? What are your, your general habits? And before you pick up your phone or before you turn on the TV, just tune in and notice what's the driving force. 
I like to ask myself, why am I picking up my phone right now? Sometimes I'll notice when I'm having difficult emotions, I'll subconsciously pick up my phone and just grab it and go on it to kind of distract myself from those emotions. So I like to ask myself before I pick it up. I invite you this week to incorporate some stillness into your day. Stillness that brings you to the present moment. Just a few minutes every day or in the beginning of the day or at the end of the day especially, just to carve out some time without your phone, without technology, where you can be present with yourself. From my heart to yours, thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. I hope you enjoyed listening to this podcast as much as I love creating it. As always, you can connect with me on Instagram at JULHouseholder or my website, juliehouseholder.com. I love hearing how you've integrated these episodes into your life. And if you feel called, please leave a review on iTunes so we can help others reach new heights. 